Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Dibs, you too. You're about to listen to the great stylings of one Dr. Narav Pandya because it is time for Clear to Play where we take you inside the tent, get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment and bring in Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery, Dr. Narav Pandya. Hey, Doc. Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we are fantastic. Uh, we've, uh, we've both got uh, uh, nothing going on in the pelvic uh, area. And so we're very, very excited about that. We cannot say that for Christian Pulisic. What did you, uh, what did you see, and what do you say after that goal yesterday? Yeah, well, first of all, I was extremely excited. One of the, the top U.S. goals in international play in a long time. But uh, you know, you see that injury, and obviously everyone's concerned about an injury to you know one of his uh, more sensitive areas down there. And you know, the concern you obviously have when someone gets hit down there is: is there any other abdominal injury? Did he hurt a kidney? Did he hurt a liver? Did he hurt a spleen? Because that you know the, those obviously organs are in that area. But now it just sounds basically like it's a bruise. You know, he potentially bruised the bone, bruised some organs down there. Um, it's really about pain control. Like there's really no timeline for healing. So if he can be effective and they can control the pain, um, I anticipate he's going to be out there. You know, there's really no limitations in terms of him uh, playing on Saturday. If the pain control's there. From a musculature standpoint, is there anything that could be damaged in there? Is it a, a pulled groin? Is it something of, of that nature? Other than perhaps a broken pelvis, is there anything tendon-wise or ligament or muscle-wise that could really be limiting? Yeah, you do worry your, your groin muscles, your adductor muscles do attach up in the pelvic region. So if you do have a blow there, theoretically, if there's contusion where that tendon attaches to the pelvis, it could last a little bit longer. Um, typically with soccer players, we obviously see that happen with non-contact injuries. So the good news is that it's very painful. Um, it typically doesn't impact function as much as when the muscle actually or tendon actually tears. Um, but you do worry a little bit about a groin injury. So could it potentially impact him in terms of when he's kind of doing crossing passes or trying to, to kick potentially, but um, just seeing the way he was walking around the hotel in those videos, he seems like he's going to be all right. Yeah, and of course, he sent out on social media, see you Saturday. He'll be uh, ready to go, so uh, that's all good news. Uh, we had had a few weeks where we didn't have a whole lot to talk about after 49er games. Unfortunately, this week's not one of them. So let's talk about Elijah Mitchell. Not just that he's got the sprained MCL. We've had that conversation already this year. But the fact that there were two of them right back to back. What does this say with regard to the overall health of his knee? I think he's, you know, it's going to be okay. I mean, I think you get worried about, you know, was it a non-contact injury where something's just basically like he's running out in the open field and his knee gives out. I think it was just bad luck. You know, he had a play that probably would have injured his MCL a year ago or two years ago. So um, the good news about MCL injuries, even if they're, you know, have one on each knee or it's a repeat injury, you still return to play and there's no long-term issues with that. So he clearly demonstrated that he could play at a high level immediately from coming back. And luckily, there's still enough time left in the season. And as long as he heals well, he could be back for the playoffs. Um, so I'm not concerned about long-term issues with his knees. He doesn't have any cartilage issues. He doesn't have any meniscus issues. MCLs heal pretty predictably. It just stinks for him that he's got this time off and he came back for a couple of games and then clearly has, has to go out again. But he demonstrated that even with that eight-week, nine-week time off the first time, he came back at a very high level. So I think he'll be he'll be good to go for the playoffs, assuming he recovers well. 
Less emergent, but maybe equally troubling, Christian McCaffrey with knee irritation. What is the the medical diagnosis for this sort of a of a knee irritation and his ability to to be able to play through it? We saw him doing some deep knee bends on the sideline. What do you make of his issue? Yeah, it's it's quite a you know pretty vague diagnosis, and it, it does kind of concern me a little bit. You don't want to have a running back kind of carry that diagnosis, this kind of global knee irritation diagnosis. I think it really comes down to, is this irritation coming from something outside the knee? Is it a tendon? Um, is it more muscle-related? Then you get a little bit less worried about that because you can manage that with basically just managing how many carries you get and how you're using them in the offense. If there's some degree of irritation inside the joint, is there some sort of bone bruise? Is there some cartilage irritation? Then you get a little bit more worried about that because that can pop up and irritate them at any time. So I'm going to assume, because the diagnosis is more vague, this is probably something outside of the joint, and they can limit it by limiting how much load he carries problem with that obviously is with Mitchell being out and you know obviously Debo not necessarily up to full speed yet based on how he's been used you do get concerned of McCaffrey being overused but hopefully they can manage it and it shouldn't be a thing but something to watch I'm a little bit concerned about it yeah it's interesting also Doc I mean we've probably buried the lead we're talking big names with uh, Pulisic and, and McCaffrey and uh, so far we've left out the quarterback of the 49ers what did you see on that play and the and the team has come out and said he's sore but he's fine what, what, what are your thoughts when you saw Jimmy go down? Yeah, so I was I was like, oh, he has to have an MCL injury. I mean, it looked just like, you know, he had that blow, kind of the classic kind of look for that. And he got back up. I was like, that's, that's a good sign. And you never want to see hits do a reconstructed knee. You know, it was Jimmy's knee that he had his ACL surgery on. And it kind of said he was sore. I'm surprised there wasn't an MRI. Maybe he's just kind of feeling good. The thing you have to look for for him is, you know, how is his mobility going to be? Obviously, he's not the most mobile quarterback, but is he a little bit slower in terms of avoiding the rush? Is he not following through on his throws? I think a little bit of a silver lining, we talked a little bit about this last week. I think Whitey asked me this question was, could his shoulder rehab actually cause him to strengthen his lower extremities? And could the Garoppolo three years ago have gotten that blow, actually have had a more severe MCL injury or actually torn his ACL? Perhaps what saved him was maybe in his shoulder because all that rehab he did. So I was very concerned when I saw that. He clearly got up, but you know, those, those dirty hits will happen. And uh, unfortunately, he, uh, he got one, but he seems to be okay. It's just to watch, really something to watch this upcoming game as well, too. Speaking of watching uh, Josh Allen, we've kind of had our eyes on Josh Allen's arm after the UCL injury. It seemed like the first week we were concerned about it. And since then, it's kind of subsided. What have you seen from Josh Allen and his arm issues? Absolutely. It seemed like it got better much much more quickly than a lot of us expected. I think when everyone hears UCL, they think pitcher, Tommy John, end of career. I mean, with quarterbacks, you just don't need surgery on this. It's really about pain relief. The mechanism of throwing is different. The volume is different. So barring some sort of bizarre injury to him, this is clearly what you would expect. Maybe a little bit quicker than the typical quarterback, but you get pain relief. You don't need that UCL for stability and throwing as a quarterback. So I think he's... Uh, He's on that pathway to getting better. This is a recurrent issue for him, unfortunately. Um, he had a UCL injury, I think, a couple of years ago as well, too. There's something to watch for him if he gets anything potentially done in the offseason to address it. But I think he looks great, and this shows you why quarterbacks don't need Tommy John surgery. It's a pitcher issue. Uh, Doc, uh, Jonathan Kaminga played basketball last night, didn't he? Oh, he did. He did. And yeah. he's going to play basketball probably every night for the next couple nights. Out of babe. Out of babe. Okay. Hey, Doc, thank you so much. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. All right. There he goes. It's Doc Pandia. The proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.